Welcome to the Behind the Racket Pod, the podcast taking you behind the racket with today's top tennis players and biggest issues facing the sport. Behind the Racket is a community to give fans and players in the world of tennis the opportunity to open up like they have never done before. Visit BehindTheRacket.com for the latest stories, merch, as well as direct links to all of the latest podcasts. It can also be found on iTunes, Google Play, Pandora, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcasts. Download the episodes and make sure to leave a review. And we want you to be a part of the conversation. Find me at NoahRubin33 or Mike at MikeCTennis on all forms of social media. You can also learn more at BehindTheRacket.com or MikeCTennis.com. Special thanks to my sponsor, New Balance. Visit their latest shoes and styles at NewBalance.com and learn more about their program of giving back at hashtag NBGivesBack. You can also help support the podcast by visiting Patreon.com slash BehindTheRacketPod and receive rewards from our travels around the world. And now... The long hair that we call Noah Rubin has joined me on the phone uh, to do a little podcast. Uh, your hair is as this is. I've known you for like five years. Is that when you won Charlottesville? Was it fifteen? Fourteen. No, that's not right. That's not right. I lied about that. It's fifteen. Okay. This is the longest I've ever seen your hair, and I'm a little frightened. I mean, I can say it. It's a Drew Fro. It is what it is. Okay. This is, you know, it's the plain honest truth here. Uh, I do, okay. I do get, <laughs> I am one step away mm-hmm. from curls, which is fantastic, wow. which now, that's I, just for the Patreons. Maybe I do just let this go and they get the picture and, but they can't show other people. We're going to have confidential written on it. The whole deal. Yeah. How's that going to work? <laughs> you think everybody's going to, you're going to hold to that? <laughs> Noah's Jufro. <laughs> Uh, I just, can you at least like do it for me? Maybe. No, you've outdone yourself. We know that. Look at what's on top of your head. I know. It it looks so good. Oh my God. I mean, I just need to put some gel in it and it'll just look all pretty. God, it's Uh, like, yes. Yeah. Let's, uh, so I have uh, a podcast that we recorded in Orlando uh, that I have been slowly working my way through. Yeah. Um, it's not uh, we we had a drink or two, both of us did, uh, and we recorded a a uh, about an hour and a half worth of material. <laughs> we were com- after everything we spoke through. We were completely sober midway through, and it was just emotions. Yes, we were. <laughs> um, so I so here's let me just explain to to everybody at home. So there is one that is coming. We're actually going to make it available only to our Patreon supporters. Um, so to our Patreon supporters, there is a bonus podcast coming to you by the end of this week. Um, really kind of getting into the emotions of what Noah has been going through and what I've been going through. And, uh, we talk a lot about, I have been listening and editing and we, we talk a lot about what is failure and what's not. Uh, I mean, there is, we, we got pretty, <laughs> like we actually got pretty deep. We did. We, um, got, we got super deep. There was a lot of cursing on your end. There was a lot of motion yes. on, on both ends. And yes, we, <laughs> it was an, it was an overload. And I think, honestly, I think there's a lot of, if you weed out some of the um, outside stuff, there's a lot of good stuff in there that I think can pertain to 
people across all life. And, and I think it was a lot for us to go into that at that point and, and to do it on air or on a microphone. And I'm just hoping people respond <laughs> appropriately to it because it's my heart and soul. So that will be coming up uh, later this week. And um, we do have a new Patreon supporter. I forgot to text you and let you know. You're just double, you're so busy. I always feel like I'm intruding into you your do. life. Of course you That's why you text me 12 times a day still. I mean, uh, <laughs> instead of 20. text me first. <laughs> Um, but Roman, thank you very much for your support on Patreon. We also got a, a donation um, from a very close friend of ours. I don't know if he wants to be thanked publicly. Um, to that person, uh, I, I I didn't know you were listening. Um, we I know I, I let Noah know, and we're going to get something out to you, but thank you very much to, to you. You know who you are. You love Outback um, and your black coffee in the morning, so... Thank you very much. We greatly appreciate it. And I will reach out to you personally as well. And I know Noah will as well. Um, so that's, yeah. So patreon.com slash behind the racket pod. If you would like to join the group that has been incredibly kind and working on supporting our podcasts, I have, uh, I have all of the autograph balls that you've signed for me. Yes. Um, and I just got all the packaging out um, to send those. Uh, I'm probably going to wait till after Christmas. So it's not, Everything doesn't get lost in the Christmas. I don't know if you've heard of this holiday called Christmas. Those of you that are not Jufros, um, we actually have this other holiday called Christmas that people celebrate about the same time as Halloween. Okay, that's fine. A little anti-Semitic, but keep going. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'll be getting those out to all of our Patreon supporters right after the well, New Year's holidays. gift. Yeah, something like that. So um, let's let's get down to the brass tacks. Um, I have yet to do my taxes yet so that's a different story um you you actually can't until the year end oh uh, okay that's how it works yeah I, I know you've been cheating at your taxes for years but that's good um, i'll get a call soon <laughs> you are the player of the two of us here um i'm not a player i just crush a lot um and so tell us what you have been informed about australia to this point my <laughs> I wake up with my group texts. Oh my God. Sometimes 120, 250 messages that I go through. And to be honest, I'm pretty much skimming them at this point because it's a lot of question marks. And that's what we've just been a part of is this understanding of we are still not getting updated as quickly as we want to be updated. You know, one person out of 300 people is updated. They send it to one group, then I have to send it to the next group, and then it just kind of gets around. And then by the time it gets around to everybody, there's a new piece of information that's already out there in the Twitter sphere. Um, so it's been difficult. Right now, What we're where we're at is Australian. There will be no Australian Open qualities in Australia. That okay. seems to be what is at hand right now australian open main draw seems to be the first or second week of february right now and that can change by the day of course but that's what we're looking at so originally it was going to be wow like in a few days from now to be honest it was supposed to be chartering flights from different hot spots around the around the world i'm sorry um i think dubai was one of them la was one of them um we were supposed to leave on the 10th or 11th get there latest by the 14th quarantine for two weeks have a tournament, play qualifying, play Aussie Open. Um, <laughs> we then found out that Australian citizens f couldn't even get back to Australia. 
that yeah. for the month of December, Australian citizens um, were in a lottery actually for just just to get home. So that was all, you know within a week that was taken out and that was said, okay, we can't get into the country before January first. That turned into January eighth. Uh, we were also figuring out that unlike the U.S. Open, they were not given approval to compete during quarantine. That seemed to be one of the major, major things they were trying to get around. Right. It seems like they are going to be able to practice. I, I think the number right now is five hours allotted to leaving the hotel each and every day, but no competition, no standing around, no being there too long, no you know, small spaces, stuff like that. That's yeah, what yeah. I've seen. Um, so... January 1st turned to January 8th with a two-week quarantine. You're looking at last week of January, and I think they pushed it back another week on top of that, and that's why we're getting this first week of February day right now for Main Draw Australian Open. Um, for qualifying, it's still up in the air. There's talks about giving um, compensation like they did at the U.S. Open for qualifying players. Um, with no tournament, you mean? With no tournament, Yes. Um, the other option would be in one of those hotspots that we talked about chartering flights. The one that makes sense right now, based on what's happening in California, is Dubai. That seems to be, mm-hmm. you know, one of the places that they are considering to hold an event early in January that gives enough time for people to quarantine and then go uh, to Australian Open in February. It's tough. I mean, you know, this. While this is all taking place, and this is like the one thing that I said to the group, you know, after a while, the one thing I said was, I totally understand this is the first tournament. We have to get through this. But while this is happening, you and I, you send me stuff, I send you, I find stuff from John Wertheim and left and right. Things are happening every day. There are tournaments every day Mm -hmm. being canceled. I mean, I saw New York Open. Obviously, they're discussing Indian Wells right now. It's demoralizing. Like, we're getting into this point again where we're discussing this one tournament, Australian Open, which was U.S. Open, you know, a few months prior to where we're at right now. But then it's like, what does the rest of the schedule look like? Are there challengers? Are there tournaments? You know, we're looking that, you know, Del Rey is trying to move. You know, they haven't canceled. They're looking to try to move that tournament. Indian Wells are trying to move. And this seems like it could just be a... (laughs) total free-for-all when it comes to events and just trying to find any spot that's open in the calendar. Um, it worries me. I think it's demoralizing for the players. I think I'll, even players I thought that would take, you know, because I'm the cynic, obviously, but players I thought would take the tournament in Dubai are saying, like, am I really going to go to Dubai for one event, you know, travel, quarantine, yeah, sure. do all of that, and then come home, have to quarantine when I come back home, everything that goes into that, or would I just rather take the cash? You know, people are starting to think this way because they don't know what the future holds. Do they want to break out of their routine for one event where they can lose first round, go to Dubai for one match? I mean, you know, some people is an easier travel, but, you know, for American, South America, I mean, these these are long travel days, you know, for one, two, you know, three matches would be great. I mean, I think anybody would take that right now. Um, again, the word is is a little bit demoralizing. And, and this is stuff I went back in kind of our podcast of what we spoke about early March, you know, when this was first coming. Mm-hmm. We're obviously not brain surgeons or nowhere near. So when I say this, mm-hmm. it doesn't take a brain surgeon to figure out that we knew we were going to be in a position like this, you know, tournaments, you know, on the well, challenger. T- yeah, please. Let me interrupt there because you did just talk for four and a half minutes straight. But um, anyways, uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I, I do love Happy you. Happy holidays. But I, 
I I actually think this is this is a little bit different to me though, mm-hmm. Noah, because like the Australian Open, what they did is they came up with a plan months ago. Right. They said this is what our plan is going to be, and they got approval from the government. Right. And, and so everybody was on the same page months in advance, which is exactly what you and I had talked about is so crucial, so that you guys Planning. have all this time. And at the same time, then the Australian government comes back and says, you know what? We, we can't do it right now. And like you said, completely understandable reasoning. I totally get it. Um, but yeah, that, 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 that there's no, I, so the AO is trying to push back. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I understand why <clears throat> get the understanding why it's such a crucial event for everybody in the tennis sphere. But because of the fact that they're trying to move back now, you like you said, all of these other events are now having to reorganize and do their own things. This is where the you know the lack of cohesion within in terms of just from the top, you know I I don't fault anybody with Tennis Australia. I don't fault the Australian government. Mm-mm. I have no problem with anything how that's just happened. Totally fine. At the same time, we need some sort of a, you know, somebody up at the top of the ATP and the WTA saying, okay, let's work and see if we can't, you know, place these events as opposed to the events having to do it for themselves. I completely agree. I think it comes down, yeah, I mean, you know, the the, <laughs> the joining hands in an effort to take on this pandemic, you know, within our small world that is tennis is a must. I mean, if you're going to yeah. have from a top bottom understanding that, okay, they're going to move, they're important. Well, we have to do this. And then challengers have to be here. You know, what I, what I was referring to in the, in the brain surgeon topic was just the idea that tournaments don't have cash to put on, you know, right, even if right. this pandemic was away right now, <laughs> tournaments do not have the money to put on events. I agree with your point, a hundred percent saying that you know, if we're going to start figuring out how to combat this pandemic and, and and reschedule certain events, like there has to be a Google Doc for this. Like, like there has yeah, to be right. something like that where, you know, in orange, Tennis Australia types in, okay, guys, this is what we're working on. And then Wimbledon's <laughs> like, oh, that's a tough thing because we're right there. And like, you know, we laugh, but like, this is what it has to be. Like, you know, yeah, I want Craig Kiley right. to be, you know, tight. And, and again, what the effort they're they're trying to put in to make this happen is extraordinary. And this has nothing to do with the situation. It's just, this is what we're left with now. And once we start, you know, having this free for all where Indian Wells is in God knows when October or whatever the case may be, you know, we're going to see the lower ranked players, of course, you know, taking a toll. You're going to see anybody outside the top 150, probably 100 in the world saying like, wait, what are the tournaments? Because now there's only eight tournaments on the schedule. That means everybody that's playing them is going to be top 100 in the world. What am I playing now? These are the things that are starting to come our way, and it's worrisome. I mean, this is, again, it's there's really nothing to say to it. I don't, I, I, you know, we're years behind because we didn't utilize this time correctly, in my opinion. Um, I think we forced a lot of things. And then to your point, a long time ago, you know, listening, how did we not create something that was... Um, geographically based of some sort mm-hmm. you know i i listened again to what you were saying and talking about and i told a decent amount of people and they said well certain areas would be more stacked than others and i'm like you can't worry about that right now you're yeah, worrying about the rankings being right. a little skewed because the european tournaments may be a little bit tougher and then i was just like be happy that everybody's going to make money and we have events around the world and, and you're going to know that you have 10 15 events happening like right now it's like can this happen? And they're like, nope. And we're like, okay, there goes another event. So 
it's it's that yeah it's 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 very disappointing to see um the lack of trust that we put in each other's hands really um yeah, you, you mentioned Indian Wells, and I just kind of want to just touch on that real quick because it was John Wertheim who did report that they are looking at canceling, and he his tweet said it was imminent, um, although it did has not yet happened as we're recording this late in the afternoon on a Monday. But, uh, I mean, that's uh, here's the question for the player, and, and you may be different than others. Peter Polanski asked this on Twitter, and I actually thought it was a really good question, even though Peter Polanski's Peter Polanski. <laughs> how how long does it take players to prepare for a Grand Slam? When it's the first one of the year during a very unprecedented time like this, <laughs> it takes a month. It really does. It takes a month and a half, you know, to get really into it. I think, you know... <sighs> It's 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 tricky to say right now, but when usual, I mean, for normal people, you you know that once your last tournament is over, you have November. You're already planning that the last week of November, you're probably hitting lightly, and then you have all of December to really start fighting uh, your body, getting in shape, and then you have January for the Australian Open. You know, if somebody's saying, you know, hey, you have now a week, these are when the conversations for two out of three sets come up. These are where the conversations. Mm. where you know do we space them out because if you're asking with the pressures of a grand slam with the physical and mental toll that it takes on you you have to prepare you know this is not a one-week thing and if it is this is where you see injuries come this is where you see um you know that lay in the fourth like just kind of pulling out it's it's a scary situation but then again if we have the ability to have a grand slam are we going to say well we need time to prepare like you know it's a pandemic you know we're going to take it no of course not yeah i just i'm just more thinking about the idea of you know what in in terms of the level um you know because i i i I, I know seeing some of the play at the u.s open i felt the players who had had a couple matches under their belt those were the ones who maybe looked just a little bit tougher, more in game shape. And that level was just that little bit higher than somebody who was coming off of six or seven months off. And that's, I think that's the concern I have is I know tennis Australia is still planning on having one week of events right before the Australian open actually Mm -hmm. begins. I do think about it from the qualifying aspect that that's probably not going to be the case for pretty much anybody. So I'm a little bit concerned that that, like that first round is going to be just honestly I terrible think, tennis. I think the you know the first two rounds is going to be and especially the first set of these rounds I mean between the pressures you know you're also saying that you know with the limited chances tennis players have you're you're cutting that you know in half and half and half and half and half. I mean this is what we're yeah. at right now. So I think it's it's not conducive to great tennis and that's not where that's not what we're shooting for right now. We're trying to get as many tournaments on the schedule. Right. And of and again we're looking in, you know, when you're talking about Indian Wells, it's crazy to me. I mean it literally it's at times it feels like ten years ago and other times it feels like yesterday where I was eating Korean barbecue. I picked my head up. Hyung Chung is there and we were both like, is Indian Wells canceled? <laughs> is this actually happening? Right. And and now right. here we are, um, almost in a few months away from March and they're already talking about it and it's and we're in nearly the same, if not a worse spot than we were in. It's so crazy to me because it's this these last few months, especially with going to the open and and having those two challengers and Carrie and Orlando, it's made me think and realize how much of my life is based around like tournaments. Mm -hmm. Because then I'm like, 
oh, it's this time of the year because I'm going to these tournaments. So it's it's green clay, so it's spring. You know, I'm in Savannah. And so then I come home and I plant my gardens. And, I, like, it's, it's, and I'm just like, what? I have to, it's Christmas? Jeez, what? Like, I, you know what I mean? It's you almost like, don't even know how to live your life accordingly. Right. 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 And yeah, yeah, I mean, I normally, I go by tournaments and tomorrow is just tomorrow. There's no date on it. Right. It's just tomorrow. <laughs> so, you know, when I have How nothing, are you preparing for your tennis side? Like, how are you actually doing it? Because I've seen some players saying that they're, it's off season and they're like getting into it hardcore. Where are you at? Yeah. I mean, mentally right now. I've I've changed the tune and it's you know I've gone back and forth with the past few months and now I'm just it's it's how do I become the best person I can be and with that being said that's the highest level tennis player I could be as well that's with no tournaments in my head that's with I mean you have to put tournaments in your head just solely because if one's coming up in a week you have to tame it down but in my head right now there's nothing for at least a month you know I can yeah. go pretty hard on my body I can you know feel good so for me it's 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 not preparing for an Australian Open. You know, obviously I'm, mm. I'm right in the cusp of getting in or getting out as well. That makes it tougher for me. Um, but for me- I it, think you'll get in because of the fact, I, I to your point that yeah. you made earlier, I don't think there are going to be too many predominantly clay court players who are going to potentially go to Dubai for one Torn. one round. And I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think it's, it's going to be interesting. Again, right yeah. now it's just me playing tennis, getting my body in the best shape possible, um, again, it's, it's difficult. You know, when I, when we were preparing for tournaments and you had that letdown, I had a few days, even at a, at a week of a lack of motivation, you know, it was like, what am I doing this for? Um, I just prepared two and a half weeks for a tournament and I got nothing, you know? So it's, it's now centering the focus towards something else. Um, we're, we're about at the end of our podcast. I want to again, point out, uh, later this week, um, we will have for our Patreon supporters, um, the podcast that a, um, you know, Noah and I recorded a little bit um, on the sauce, which the got sauce. really emotional. It got emotional. Um, <laughs> um, but you can support us, patreon.com slash behind the racket pod. I had to think about that. That's all good. Um, I got a cat. I know. I'm happy for you. Um, yes, her name is Audrey. She has her own little perch here uh, near the near the uh, studio. I guess uh, she is. She's not a cuddler, um, so she just she just likes to be near me at all times. But she's super really sweet nice. and really cute too. Yeah, but it's kind of like me with women. Really, um, nobody wants to actually cuddle with me. But if they're in the same vicinity, it's fine. It's I not mean, just women. Okay. <laughs> Uh, all human beings. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I want to say also um, I've had a lot of friends and family who have now been impacted by COVID here over the last couple of weeks. Um, I know you have as well, especially for you over the summer, uh, I guess spring. Um, and I, I think we're all at this point where it's exhausting and we're all tired and man, be healthy, be smart. Like, I'm having to have those talks with my, my family about Christmas and I, 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 I'm terrified by what I saw on social media. So many people getting together over the last couple of weeks. And, um, when I think about all these tournaments, when I think about how it relates to tennis and I think about the fact that how are tournaments here in the U S supposed to run when we are having 3000 people die every day and 
expecting to get worse, I find myself thinking, how are we supposed to have Del Rey in February or January or wherever they might be moving to? How are we supposed to have challengers realistically when there are this many people dying right now? And man, like health is most important for everybody. But shit, man, like I just want to, shit like <laughs> yeah no it's just, gonna be just it's, be yeah. smart so we can do some so we can actually do some things yeah no it's it's gonna be a tough holiday season for a lot of people thanksgiving was it is you know a little bit it was great but it was also disappointing and and i think yeah i mean just be smart and you know it's i wish you a happy holidays mr gonna, i mean we're gonna do a we're, it's not like we're gonna i don't want to but i, I this i don't want to speak to you you don't want to you don't want to yeah yeah you know, nobody wants to that's okay to the cache because <laughs> you call yourself the cache. Um, I, actually, I've never called myself. The only person who calls me cache is Bjorn Fratangelo. That's <laughs> horrendous on all accounts. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, happy wedding to Mitch and Jeannie yes. and J- Jack Sock. Yes. Too. Okay, bye. The show might be over, but the conversation isn't. Join us on social media at NoahRubin33, at MikeCTennis, and at Behind the Racket. Expect new episodes every Monday or Tuesday. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. It really helps us expand and reach more listeners as we take you Behind the Racket.